1: Love Talk Radio ooh, ooh, yeah, say, say, Where do we begin?
3: Hello and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Sunday, the 22nd day of November, and you're now listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio. I'm your host, Sandra London of livinggrind.com, broadcasting for you live from the sunny beaches of Southern California in connection with Blog Talk Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes Digital Podcast, and Naked Girls Radio. The song you just heard at the top of the hour is called uh yeah. <laughs> Um Oh my gosh. I just had it uh What you say <laughs> by Jacopo. Voila. And then sorry for the the few moments of uh, double time with the music. Uh I am doing this evening's broadcast on Skype via Skype through Blog Talk Radio, where I normally just call in with my landline. So yeah, we will see how this goes. Um and uh just to let you all know, for those of you who are unaware, I have two uh cute new dance videos. They're up on Facebook. Um, I took those like first thing in the morning for me anyway, <laughs> uh, about maybe eleven or so this morning. Uh no makeup <laughs> uh, hair not really done, no makeup. But cute, a skirt, a sweater, my boots. And I was like, "Oh, let me do some test runs with just like, you know, testing out some camera stuff and blah blah blah." You can see all that there on my Facebook. So, ooh, facebook.com/slash. Um, I think it's. I'm Sandra London. I believe. Anyways, I will put it up on my on my website, livinggrind.com, um, and a link to my Facebook and my uh, entertainer page. Uh, Shortly, either this evening or when I wake up tomorrow, so you all can see that if you have not already. But in the meanwhile, please check out this next song. I will play uh, uh, "Dysfunctional" by Tech 9 1st entry, for Psychology 101. Dysfunctional. Yeah, don't bring me nothing stupid if you don't. If you don't want me to attack, I'm a beast, better give me the deuces. I have no tolerance
1: for nonsense, get away from me. We don't wanna get dollars, don't wanna holler, but you're making me. I'm a little dysfunctional, you're the problem, please don't awaken me. And I'm the thing, cause back in the day, most have forsaken me. Lottie Dottie, I'm at the party on a drunk night when I plug my are trying to pick a because he's sorry Said he sure. yeah. ain't God. he Like I because yeah. he's sloppy Not me, costly, rock, piece box free yeah. But he don't know I'm bogus yeah. Surrounded by my soldiers yeah. And they be locked and loaded When exploded, you can't hold it, yeah. And we don't got no squeakles We didn't come to fight and shoot, shoot. you yeah. But better be neutral Don't get yeah. loose Because we people yeah. Listen, they call me genius I run the show Women should yeah. be on my penis It's wonderful Demons should yeah. think they the meanest But I run the fall, On the floor a Little bit i no. I hate
0: But sometimes it's been like he lets it be So I just take another couple Doses probably be fine But if you get too close you find out that I Post, 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 (laughs) post, 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 post
2: epic novel gone with the wind by margaret mitchell part one chapter one scarlett o'hara was not beautiful but men seldom realized it when caught by her charm as the charlton twins were In her face were too sharply blended the delicate features of her mother a coast aristocrat of french descent and the heavy ones of her florid irish father but it was an arresting face, pointed of chin, square of jaw. Her eyes were pale green without a touch of hazel, starred with bristly black lashes and slightly tilted at the ends. Above them, her thick black brows slanted upward, cutting a startling oblique line in her magnolia white skin, nut skin so prized by southern women and so carefully guarded with bonnets, veils, and mittens against hot Georgia suns. Seated with Stuart and Brent Tarleton in the cool shade of the porch of Tara, her father's plantation, that bright April afternoon of 1861, she made a pretty picture. Her new green flowered muslin dress spread its twelve yards of billowing material over her hoops, and exactly matched the flat-heeled green morocco slippers her father had recently bought her from Atlanta. The dress set off to perfection, the 17-inch waist, the smallest in three counties, and a tightly fitting basque showed breasts well-matured for her 16 years. But for all the modesty of her spreading skirts, The demureness of hair netted smoothly into a chignon, and the quietness of small, white hands folded in her lap. Her true self was poorly concealed. The green eyes and the carefully sweet face were turbulent, willful, lusty with life, distinctly at variance with her decorous demeanor. Her manners had been imposed upon her by her mother's gentle admonitions and the sterner discipline of her mammy. Her eyes were her own. On either side of her, the twins lounged easily in their chairs, squinting at the sunlight through tall, mint garnished glasses as they laughed and talked. Their long legs booted to the knee, and thick, with saddle muscles, crossed negligently. Nineteen years old, six feet two inches tall, long of bone and hard of muscle, with sunburned faces and deep auburn hair, their eyes merry and arrogant, their bodies clothed in identical blue coats and mustard-colored breeches. They're as much alike as two bowls of cotton. Outside, the late afternoon sun slanted down in the yard throwing into gleaming brightness the dogwood trees that were solid masses of white blossoms against the background of new green. The twins' horses were hitched in the driveway, big animals, red as their master's hair, and around the horses' legs quarreled the pack of lean, nervous possum hounds that accompanied Stuart and Brent wherever they went. A little aloof, as became that aristocrat, lay a black-spotted carriage dog, muzzle on paws, patiently waiting for the boys to go home to supper. Between the hounds and the horses and the twins, there was a kinship deeper than that of their constant companionship. They were all healthy, thoughtless young animals, sleek, graceful, high-spirited, the boys as meddlesome as the horses they rode, meddlesome and dangerous, but with all sweet-tempered to those who knew how to handle them. Although born to the ease of plantation life, waited on hand and foot since infancy, the faces of the three on the porch were neither slack nor soft. They had the vigor and alertness of country people who have spent all their lives in the open and troubled their heads very little with dull things and books. Life in the north Georgia county of Clayton was still new, and, according to the standards of Augusta, Savannah, and Charleston, a little crude. The more sedate and older sections of the South looked down their noses at the upcountry Georgians, but here in North Georgia, a lack of the niceties of classical education carried no shame, provided a man was smart and the things that mattered. And raising good cotton, riding well, shooting straight, dancing lightly, squiring the ladies with elegance, and carrying one's liquor like a gentleman were the things that mattered. In these accomplishments, the twins excelled, and they were equally outstanding in their notorious inability to learn anything contained between the covers of books. Their family had more money, more horses, more slaves than anyone else in the county, but the boys had less grammar than most of their poor cracker neighbors. It was for this precise reason that Stuart and Brent were idling on the porch of Tara this April afternoon. They had just been expelled from the University of Georgia, the fourth university that had thrown them out in two years. And their older brothers, Tom and Boyd, had come home with them because they refused to remain at an institution where the twins were not welcome. Stuart and Brent considered their latest expulsion a fine joke, and Scarlett, who had not willingly opened a book since leaving the Fayetteville Female Academy the year before, thought it just as amusing as they did. I know you two don't care about being expelled, or, or Tom either, but what about Boyd? He's he's kind of set on getting an education, and you two have pulled him out of the University of Virginia, and Alabama, and South Carolina, and now Georgia. He'll never get finished at this rate. Oh, he can read law and judge Parmalee's office over in Fayetteville. And besides, it doesn't matter much we just have had to come home before the term was out anyway. Why? The war, Goose. The war is going to start any day. And you don't suppose any of us would stay in college with the war going on, do you? You know there isn't going to be any war. It's all just talk. Why, Ashley Wilkes and his fathers hold pod just last week about that. That our commissioners in Washington would come to... To an amicable agreement with Mr. Lincoln about the Confederacy. And anyway, the Yankees are too scared of us to fight. There won't be any war, and I'm tired of hearing of it. Not going to be any war. Why, honey, of course there's going to be a war. The Yankees may be scared of us, but after the way General Beauregard shelled them out of Fort Sumter the day before yesterday, they'll have to fight or stand branded as cowards, before the whole world, why, the Confederacy, if you say war just once more, I'll go in the house and shut the door, I've never gotten so tired of any one word in my life as war, unless it's secession, Pa talks war, morning, noon, and night, and all the gentlemen who come to see him about that about Fort Sumter and states' rights and Abe Lincoln until I get so bored I could scream, and that's all the boys talk about too. That that and their old troop. There hasn't been any fun at any party this spring because boys can't talk about anything else. I'm mighty glad Georgia waited till after Christmas before it seceded, or it would have ruined the Christmas parties too. If you say war again, I'll go in the house. She meant what she said, for she could never long endure any conversation of which she was not the chief subject. But she smiled when she spoke, consciously deepening her dimple and fluttering her bristly black lashes as swiftly as butterflies' wings. The boys were enchanted, as she had intended them to be, and they hastened to apologize for boring her. They thought none the less of her for her lack of interest, indeed they thought more war was men's business, not ladies, and they took her attitude as evidence of her femininity. Having maneuvered them away from the boring subject of war, she went back with interest to their immediate situation. What did your mother say about you two being expelled again? The boys looked uncomfortable, recalling their mother's conduct three months ago when they had come home by request from the University of Georgia. Well, said Stuart, She hasn't had a chance to say anything yet. Tom and us left home early this morning before she got up, and Tom's laying out over at the Fontaine's while we came over here. Didn't she say anything when you got home last night? Uh, we were in luck last night. Just before we got home, that new stallion Ma got in Kentucky last month was brought in and the place was in a stew. The big brute, he's a grand horse, Scarlet, you must tell your Pa to come over and see him right away. He'd already bitten a hunk out of his groom on the way down here, and he'd trampled two of Ma's darkies, who met the train at Jonesboro. And just before we got home, he'd about kicked the stable down and half-killed Strawberry, Ma's old stallion. When we got home, Ma was out in the stable with a sack full of sugar, smoothing him down and doing it mighty well, too. The darkies were hanging from the rafters, Popeye. Had. They were so scared. But Ma was talking to the horse like he, was, he was folk's. And he was eating out of her hand. There ain't nobody like Ma the a horse. And when she saw us, she said, In heaven's name, why are you poor doing home again? You're worse than the plagues of Egypt. <laughs> and then the horse began snorting and rearing, and she said, Get out of here. Can't you see he's nervous? The big darling. I'll tend to you four in the morning. So we went to bed, and this morning we got away before she could catch us and let, left Boyd to handle her. Well, do you suppose she'll hit Boyd? Scarlet, like the rest of the county, could never get used to the way small Miss Charlton bullied her grown sons and laid her riding crop on their backs if the occasion seemed to warrant it. Beatrice Charlton was a busy woman, having on her hands not only a large cotton plantation, a hundred Negroes and eight children, but the largest horse-breeding farm in the state as well. She was hot-tempered and easily plagued by the frequent scrapes of her four sons. And while no one was permitted to whip a horse or a slave, she felt that a lick now and then didn't do the boys any harm. Of course she won't hit Boyd. She never did beat Boyd much because he's the oldest, and besides, he's the runt of the litter. That's why we left him at home to explain things to her. God Almighty, Ma, to stop licking us. We're 19 years old and Tom's 21. She acts like we're 6 years old. Will your mother ride the new horse to the Wilkes uh, Barbecue tomorrow? She wants to, but Pa says he's too dangerous, and anyway, the girls won't let her. They said they were going to have her, go to one party, at least like a lady, right in the carriage. I hope it doesn't rain tomorrow. It's rained nearly every day, for a week. There's nothing worse than a barbecue turned into an indoor picnic. Oh, it'll be clear tomorrow, and hot as June. Look at that sunset. I never saw one redder. You can always tell weather by sunsets.
0: Quand on roll, that's the way to go C'est comme la deuxième première fois qu'on fait l'amour J'ai mis ma bag dans la poche En tout cas, on peut pas, je The menu, on order up Après le but now, j'ai coup de relaxer dans le pain Et me rejoindre, viens on va te trancher
1: maintenant.
4: My headphones on, it's just me and the world that I see in the stomp and the beat. Every day goes on, every week, from the tongue to the cheek, I'ma roll with the free. Come out for the night, keep pace with the moon. Tie to the beach, house to the streets, trim life, pays bills, cut grass with my cleats. Beach mode till I reach end zone, celebrate, I closed while I think, just think that. This life is a peach, then slice on top of a cake, so it's sweet. Ooh. Each bite is uniquely vibrant, alive on the edge of the seat yeah. He's nice with the feet. When he dips in the well, the mind runs deep. And if the well runs dry, then I die. And the earth, why stand is the dirt that I'm Yeah, But it never really does, because the brainstorm comes like an alcoholic buzz. Who got the jalapeno verses? Water right from my well comes a meltdown surface. Ice cold when I'm nervous. Spoke real clear. You get me, you heard this. If the well runs dry, then I die. In My husband's white sand it's the dirt that I lie in. Yeah, but it never really does, because the brainstorm comes like an alcoholic buzz. Why, 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 why. Who got the jalapeno verses? Water from my well, from the mouth down, I yeah. Ice cold when I'm nervous. Spoke real clear. Me, you heard there's a thing called purpose, and I know what mine is. A am messaging about a world deep inside it. I represent myself, no need to hide it. I'm gliding, mixing my tone up with my job. Obviously, rhyming, enchanting, spanglish. Double, double up what I've learned to manage. i never cover up with a simple bandage. i fix what's wrong if my soul is damaged. So bang this, hanging out the window hot. We try, homie, that's the OG vibe. I've been here, let the record show who's hot. Well connected, network, network, lock. Roots lay deep, so we grow big drop We know what we love, so the beat won't stop In tune with the truth, well, there's water in the well And the buds swell, and the song sell, why not? And if the well runs dry, then I die And the earth, why stand is the dirt that I lie in? Yeah, but it never really does Cause the brainstorm comes like an alcoholic buzz Who got the Jalapeno verses? Water from a well, because the mouthdown surface. Yeah. Ice cold when I'm nervous, spoke real clear, you get me, you heard it. And if the well runs dry, then I die in the earth, where I is the dirt that I lie in. Yeah, but it never really does, cause a rainstorm comes like an alcoholic buzz. Why, 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 why? Who got the jalapeno verses, water from my well through the mouth down first. Ice cold when I'm nervous, spoke real clear, get me, you heard it.
0: No.
1: One time I got high up a 10
0: Now I'm getting high up let I'm like rolling memory.
3: Better, baby. Why don't we sing a song to help pass the time? Hmm? Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, merrily,
1: merrily, 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 boat, merrily life is down but a dream. Merrily, merrily, <laughs> merrily, merrily, life is but a dream. Merrily, 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 life is but a Merrily, 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 merrily.
5: Mother Nature, six billion kids can't dry her tears with all the forest paper. Big business might have held it down, but everybody's freaked father time ran out on mother nature six billion kids can't dry her tears with all the forest paper big business might have held her down but everybody's greater yet we've all got problems maybe nature's mental health is fucked she's cast us up in self-disgust to help us self-destruct she's passed the buck and through a guy of suicide see every single tiny fragment for precious wealth is plucked and squandered on and on we never stop to ponder long upon the future what will happen when it's gone the drop is what i'm calling the drop needed a name after the drop and all the fall in life won't be the same cast and plot can't continue without scenery or stage we're pretty shit at dialogue failure to engage engaging have we reached and passed the point of no return with no concern have we peaked as half the oil been wholly burned they say to me to wait and there on top of it, smell a proper crocker shit, it's blatantly the opposite, the drop will hit, topple everything down, never been down, so Laura's goddess only knows endeavour and now to raise craze, many many ways, anybody else to the end of days, blaze, jays, where?